Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everyone, and welcome in Smashbox TV Podcast 445's After Show. I've been doing so many intros lately to all my videos, I almost lost track of where I was. Mm, I could see how that could happen. It's been a little bit crazy, and believe it or not, <laughs> only I can handle so much talking into a microphone. I know some might find that hard to believe, but... Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I guess I did eight, no, ten rounds of commentary. Jeez. Four, four FPO, four MPO lead or feature, and then I think two other MPO cards. So I think it was ten rounds of commentary, ten full rounds of commentary, yeah, over the last four or five days. And there's going to be more to come and everything else. But yeah, it it just hit me how many different rounds that was and how many. And then, of course, opening a front and a back, how many different times you do it. It was pretty wild. So here we are. It's the after show. If somehow you're new here, welcome. I'll pre-apologize. Uh, but welcome in. No, there's no apologizing. We <laughs> learned about mayo on our grilled cheese sandwiches, Terry. <laughs> yes, we did. And you will no learn. No apologize. You won't learn that in any other disc golf podcast. No, you won't. What does one of the top rated players on the planet do to, to cook or to prepare? For his crew? Yeah, uh, to prepare grilled cheese. He goes to YouTube, gets his instructions, puts on his chef's hat, and then slaps some mayo on some bread. Makes up his grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. You don't learn that anywhere else. Right here. That's what we're here for. Uh, in the after show, we sometimes talk about disc golf related things. Often there's a, an underlying theme somewhere in the realm of disc golf. But also it can go 100% off the rails and have nothing to do with disc golf. So if you want exclusively disc golf and nothing but content surrounding disc golf. You're disc in the golf, wrong place. You're in the wrong place during our after show. It may or may not be there. I a am, fair description? Yes. I'm almost 45 years old, Terry. Yes, you are. Just and two weeks out. Let me tell you, I was 44 years old uh-huh. when I learned how awesome 
a great blender is. We got a new blender. We got like the Cadillac of blenders upstairs. Is this some now. like three hundred dollar ninja? It's a five hundred dollar ninja. Not. It's not five hundred bucks. It's not a ninja. People aren't going to support us on Patreon if they're hearing that you're spending money. If you're spending it's, it's four hundred dollars on a blender. It's unless you're making me a damn malt every single week when we when we sit down. Is there a malt setting? There is. Okay. So where the hell's my malt? I almost That's made you. I almost made you one, Terry. I swear right. to God. So All get right. this. So um, I, I I started making smoothies almost every morning. Okay. And I was making them on this twenty five dollar Oster something you'd get at like. Coles or Shopco yeah, or, or something that's in Gannon's uh, hotel right now. Probably something in Gannon's hotel. Literally yep, had enough. like six buttons. And I, I put in all this stuff. Every morning it's the same smoothie for the most part. Banana, mixed a, a cup of mixed berries. Two, Uber grape. Two big, yeah, no, not quite. Two big scoops of uh, uh, Greek yogurt, which I hate. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. But when it's all blended together, a bunch of ice cubes, some uh, some greens, like uh, salad greens that are in I just grab two big handfuls and then some protein powder. Yep. And if I don't put protein powder in it, I, I do I eat some eggs in the morning. I blend it all up. I've been I was using that Oster blender. Literally I would take the blender and I'd turn it on, and because everything would just it would just sit and spin at the bottom and nothing would push in, I would pick up the entire blender, turn it on, and shake it. Mm. Shake yeah. the blender to get it yeah. to Yeah. You were like your own blender. Soup. You were the blender assistant. I was the blender assistant. Not the safest or smartest thing you can ever do with a mm-hmm. with a blender with a giant spinning blade, mm-hmm. but I didn't feel too uncomfortable because the blade's inside the uh, the thing. But I always feared that one day it would like come apart and yeah. I would just have blender everywhere. You'd have blender mi- mix. I had a blender mix everywhere. So I t- I talked to my wife and she went and got a Vitamix blender. Not a, not one of these. Not one of these ninja. I got, now crap. I got to Google this. Uh, Is that next level? It's next level blender, Terry. Vitamix. Yep, Vitamix okay. Blender. The the fifty. Are we talking fifty two hundred? The uh, fifty two hundred. Uh, whatever. I don't know. It's whatever. Thirty five hundred. Whatever she got at Costco. There's an eleven hundred dollar blender. Yeah, we didn't get that one, Terry. I, uh, <laughs> we got like one of the cheapest Vitamixes you can get. But yes, there is some crazy expensive blenders. But let me tell you, I am sold on this blender. All right. If you don't have an affiliate code at the end of this, then <laughs> no, I don't want to hear it. I don't have an affiliate code. <laughs> but what I what I do know is I put all the stuff in there. I push the button once, and that thing blends like a mofo. Huh? It is the best smoothie. Whatever we made, we made uh, for the first time. I used to make uh, chocolate shakes for my wife and I when we were younger. But you put them, you put that in the blender, and it doesn't blend very well. And then you have to add more milk, and it blends more milk, and eventually it just kind of becomes like a milk drink, mm-hmm. um, not a milkshake, but a more of a milk drink. This blender, I did it for the first time. I was like, oh, this is phenomenal. I turned to my wife a couple of days ago. I said, I love this thing. Like th- this, this is why didn't we get this sooner? And I obviously know why because they're kind of expensive. And today there was a box came in the mail, and it had my wife's name on it from Amazon. Not a surprise. I was like, oh, what'd you get? She opens it up. She's like, I got you a present. I was like, what'd you get me? She got me malt mix. Mm. I'm going to make you a malt next week, Terry. Yeah, you are. Oh, are you going to be here next week? I, I so. will now. Okay, you will now. You'll, <laughs> yes. you'll, I'll, I'll be here. I'll make you, an, I'll make you a nice malt mix. I like them thick. I, I can make it nice and thick. Nice and thick with extra malt mix. I won't have extra malt mix in there for you, Terry. I but like let me. thick. I am sold on a blender. I'm, I'm so excited. I do smoothies every morning. It takes like. Six minutes to the whole thing. Put okay. everything in, wash it out when I'm done. I'm so happy now. All right. So I typed Vitamix Blender into the Googles. 
And one of the things it, where it, if you scroll down, it says people it, also ask, oh. is the Vitamix or Ninja better? And it says the Vitamix, 5200. Vitamix. I've watched, I've watched YouTube videos on this. Is before better we... than the Ninja Foodie Cold and Hot Blender that has a better This blender makes soup. Better build quality soup. and easier to clean by hand. It makes a smoother blend with fibrous ingredients like kale and does much better job of processing hard food like nuts. On the other hand, the Ninja is a better ice crusher. Okay. Anyway, that's literally the first thing that comes yeah. up. When you're... Well, the Ninja has like three layers of blades. The thing looks mean. Uh, well, I mean, it's a Ninja. <laughs> uh, it, it, it does. I mean, I, I looked at it. It was like, I don't, you know, that thing looks dangerous. You take it out and whatever. But let me, let me Interesting. tell you. All right. Well, we're talking blenders. We're talking blenders here on Smashbox. Uh, John says, someone knows about blenders. John uh, Madalone says, John, I'd love to know what your background is. That... Yeah, what's your blender background? Yeah. Huh? What you blending? And how long you been blending for? What you blending up? That's what I need to know. Ray says, the rumor on Reddit is DD announcement tomorrow that they're buying out Gannon's contract mm. and are signing him to a deal. Mm. I'm going to say that's not the announcement, but that's a good guess. I mean, it could be. So. Yeah. I mean, anything's possible. Anything is possible. Blender is a free download. Blender is I have I have actually used Blender Tim as a free download. Um we some of the early couple of years ago, some of the uh the the transitions between scenes had when we did a player uh update, you saw like them on a big screen and the screen kind of folded and it was lights. I did that on Blender. I I, I followed a tutorial and I created that on Blender. Uh speaking of blenders. Yeah, okay. I reached out to our friends at Blender's Eyewear. <laughs> Uh, genuinely, just a few days ago, oh. uh, they a lot of you have made comments about my sunglasses. Mostly, they're positive. I don't think anyone's ripped on them. <laughs> uh, some of the various sunglasses that I wear, and oftentimes they've been blenders I wear. Marty Coplia over in Arizona. His son works there. That was one of the connections. And then I've also done some reaching out on my own. I did exchange a, a brief email with someone in the marketing department, and uh, so. I guess my point is slow your roll. Hold on for a moment. If you're thinking about buying new sunglasses, hopefully there's going to be some kind of a connection. Uh, I, I have no idea. I'm. It, it was nothing more than a, uh, an email or two that was sent back and forth. So hopefully we can find some connection so that I could uh, maybe even save you some money on some mm. blenders eyewear. So, wow, you didn't even know how good so you were going to set that up for me. You're the one with the affiliate code now. <laughs> yeah, <might> be. <laughs> I'm hoping. Actually, I am hoping. I was hoping there might be a conversation pre- uh, memorial, but uh, whenever, if and when it ever happens, I will be happy to share it with you guys. Uh, and if that becomes a thing, you're going to hear all about Blender's Eyewear. I just know a lot of people have commented and have, again, provided some compliments to some of the sunglasses that I've worn, and it's been them for the last couple of years now. I, uh, I really enjoy them. I think they're great. All right. <clears throat> Let's check out and see what else has been on the YouTube. Someone asked earlier, and, and I'll admit, I did a little bit more research. I always thought I knew, and I kind of confirmed it today. I did in a premiere for the back nine mm-hmm. today. We've and done, someone earlier said, what is a premiere? We've done some premieres on Smashbox in the, a while ago. <clears throat> yeah, and it's essentially a way that you can release a video, and then while it's being released and being played, we'll say played through for the first time, it provides a live chat just as we're you're using right now, but it provides a live chat in real time. And once it's done, the video is just continues to exist out there 
as a normal video, as if I posted any other video. But it basically gives you that opportunity that once the premiere starts, it runs through its entirety, and then um, you have the, the interaction with everyone that is watching it at that time. It's just something I've never fully utilized and in, in, in really thought about using. I, I've thought about it, but today just seemed like one of those random opportunities. I expected a couple hundred people to be watching. And at one point we had um, a concurrent, maximum concurrent viewership. It was 3,615 people. To put in perspective, is much bigger than a lot of our early live broadcasts of disc golf. Yeah. Like we were looking back in the day, it was like 1,500 people. Wow, amazing. 2,000, woo yeah, so it was, uh, again, I had no expectations. I didn't care if there was nine people watching. It didn't really matter to me. It was just something that I wanted to try to see if there was any um, traction there or any excitement or, or whatever. Now, granted, I knew it was uh, a nine holes, spoiler, 11 holes that people were anticipating. Some some people were truly uh, in the dark, so to speak, not in the know as to how it was going to play out. And some people already knew the outcome and, and were just excited to watch it nonetheless. So it was really cool. It was a lot of fun to do. I could see doing more of those on some of the upcoming coverage that I have. Um, you know, I'm going to pick my favorite C tier with my 940 rated plate. No, um, <laughs> but it, it gives an opportunity. And I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm not new to this in the sense that. No, you know, they, you know, they uh, were that uh, some of our other channels have done this. I'm so I'm not clean. I'm not doing any groundbreaking here. It was just something I personally hadn't uh, really got into. So it was a lot of fun. And I appreciate anyone that joined us for that uh, out there. Um, John asks out there on the board, Terry, how many disc golf cards have you been on? I saw Brixton has you on their new Golden Era release. Mm. Uh, that would be the first, uh, by all means. I know they. I had a brief conversation with them. I honestly didn't know where it kind of ended up. And then all of a sudden, one day, a, couple, a week or two ago, there was a post made that showed me on a card. Uh, 100% honest, I have no idea where this goes or what that means from here. I don't know how what unfolds after that. I'm guessing it'll be available in some capacity. I don't know if that was one that you had to pre-order. I don't know who's pre-ordering they, the card. But. Um, it's not a single card. It is part of, part, the, of pack. part of the set that you can still pre-order right now. Oh, yes. Go get it. And I need to reach out to them because um, I'm going to be on a card, too. Yeah, you are. I am. You and I. I you know what I submitted our uh, our our glamour shot to them and they turned it down. Oh man, I, the, we got to go back to the mall. We got to go back to the mall and get the glamour shot with us in the funny hats and the ties. Uh-huh. Well, we should get new. We're a little bit bigger now, so let's get some airbrushed <laughs> jean jackets too. So we can do that. And on the back of yours, it will say smash, and on the back of mine, it'll say box. And then we we'll just stand get the together. Photo, yeah, with our backs kind of leaned up like, against hey. each other, and it'll just read smash. But oh, I, we could do it. This is fitting. This, this needs to be done. Uh, mm. Maybe it doesn't. But I mean, anyway. it, it should never be done. But it would be so much fun if it were done. It really would be. So yeah, the funny thing is, they reached out to me and they're like, "Hey, we're sorry. Um, we forgot. We, you know, if we want, we if you want to get in on this thing, you need to send us a picture." Mm. And I was like, well, geez, like a what picture? That's, yeah, I was going to say, I didn't submit one. Yeah, I think they snagged one of yours off a, off a, like a pro tour thing. So they have like you and they're sure. going to do a bunch of editing. So I was like, I, I don't have like a picture of me playing. Not in like the last 10 years. I don't have like a, a just a good picture. So I took some of the lights that we have here. I went upstairs wow. and my daughter. You da- did your own photo shoot. My, my daughter has like a really old DSLR. I took like two or three photos with some good light. Um, a couple dumb poses, 
like one one where I was just standing there, one where I was pretending to throw or putt or something, and then I took one here in the in the studio and I sent it to them. I was like, all right, there you go, you have your choice, and they're like, perfect. But they needed it literally within like forty eight hours of when they messaged me, and I was just thinking like, I I don't have, I'm not on tour, I don't have a lot of pictures taken, you don't, you know, other than this, you know, I don't, I'm not really in front of the camera much, so but yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. So yeah. if if you're interested, go out and. Uh, we can go to Brixton. I think their pre-sale is still going on. I need to reach out to them to make sure that I ordered. I thought I did. I know I ordered some cards, but I don't know if I got the... I thought I got the Golden Era ones. I'll have to double check for sure. Hmm. And it, it just... All it means is that we're old, Terry. That That's exactly what I saw. When, I, <laughs> when somebody tagged me, I think it was Brixton had tagged me and uh, put up the, the card image... And it said something about the golden era, which I wasn't sure. And I'm looking at it right now on the website. So I'm going to put it in our chat for you guys so that you guys can see it. It said there's a golden era box set, the ultimate set for disc golf card collectors. The golden era celebrates the biggest players and icons who are sports rich history. Uh, talks about five packs per box, five cards per pack, one autograph in every pack on average, no prints over 100. Uh, and then it talks about the shipping and uh, so on and so forth. So, yes, you can go out and order them right now. I'm going to put that in the chat. Uh, Tim asked if they're AARP cards. <laughs> <laughs> not far off. Not far off. That's what you get when you've been around for a very long time. I told I told my told my wife that, and she kind of rolled her eyes at me like, like you're getting a card? And I was like, yeah, I'm getting yeah, a card. Are. I'm getting a card. I was like, if Terry gets one, I get one. <laughs> so... Perfect. So uh, I just I just posted it in the chat for anyone that cares. If I remember, I'll try and post it also in the show notes, but uh, or in the description, uh, as found out there. If you just go to uh, BrixtonDiscGolf.com, Brixton B R I X T O N, BrixtonDiscGolf.com, you will find everything out there uh, for all sorts of cards. You don't have to just get the Johnny V card. There's others that you can just get the Johnny V. One. You, you could be part of. <laughs> If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, Ray actually asked if we talked about the, any the format changes for the DGPT Championship. Mm. I don't know if we 
talked about them. Um, didn't. I didn't. You may have, but I have not. Yeah, I don't, for sure. I, I don't recall if I did or not. But the changes basically are um, everybody's playing all the rounds now, unless you get eliminated. The first two rounds, the players are getting, uh, the top players are going to get stroke advantages. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to go through those two rounds. And then the second two rounds, it, everything wipes, starts from scratch, and it is uh, just basically straight-up two-round tournament at that point. Mm. So when, when you have whoever, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, you give Paul Macbeth four strokes, no one's probably catching him, but he could have an off day depending on the course and whatnot. It's It's different. I like the old way. I liked the old, old way. Sure. And I kind of like the old way better than this way, but it, you know what? I, it's the pro tour. It's their championship. I understand the reason why you want to get players. You want to get people there early because right now you've got players that if they're not playing until we'll just say Saturday, they don't show up until Friday sure, or whatever. So you want to get players there earlier so you can do, uh, fan signings you can do all sorts of other media obligations with your top players it helps sell those early tickets i completely understand the reasoning why they're doing it i just kind of like and i know some players don't like it i like some players that like to be able to play from the beginning because it gets them warmed up it gets them into a flow as opposed to showing up on saturday kind of cold when you've got another guy who has two rounds under his belt a lot more experience Mm. Yeah, there's <clears throat> clearly no matter what the format is, there's always going to be uh, pros and cons. So, and then also just the fact that, you know, I think someone just said it in the chat, essentially getting some of our pros there a little bit earlier and being present, being on site. You know, if somebody's coming there for the experience of being at the championship and they may not see some of the, the top dogs, so to speak, show up until the weekend, there's almost just a different feeling about that as well. Uh, you know, cl- clearly they'll be there at some point, but. When they're there a little bit earlier, that creates more media opportunities. That creates a lot of different things that can be done when they're there. So I can understand that. Uh, I, I think one of the go ahead. I was gonna, I, and I trust everybody in the live production booth. I, I think they're very knowledgeable and they make really good decisions. But I just feel like you put a. I really like that we could focus on some of the mid tier players, the players that you know aren't necessarily always at the top. So we'll just say like. Your Gavin Rathbuns, whoever these guys that are making the tournament, but they are maybe like the lower seeds. You put Paul McBeth and Ricky Wysocki on a, on the course, even with a three or four stroke lead, it's almost impossible to ignore them. You can't not put cameras on them. That's just the way it works. Even if you know, oh, cool, guess what? Five holes in, Paul now has a nine stroke lead on everybody or a six stroke lead or whatever. They're going to be the feature. They're going to, you're going to be, I'm going to throw this in quotes, wasting cameras on them when we're really, we care about more about the people who are going to try to make the cut on that second day. It just like, I I, I understand, again, I fully understand the reasoning. I just feel like you're, we're taking a little bit of the shine off some of the players that maybe could use it more than the top players. Cause it's going to be, as I said, it's going to be really difficult not to cover those guys. Right, like you just if yeah, I think it's it'll obviously it'll come down to some of the production timing mm-hmm. and details mm-hmm. as to how how yeah, the rounds when, go mean, off and when yeah, they go exactly. off. It's gonna it, that's what it'll come down to. Agreed. But it just 
Ugh, yeah, I, it does feel it does feel weird. It could feel weird in the sense, like you just said, somebody's got a four stroke lead starting the round, and then they're having a, a decent round, and they're they're six, seven, eight, nine strokes, uh, you know, under or whatever. And is it tougher to get excited about another card that's on the course when somebody's two under? Yeah, I I mean, I guess it's. And again, I trust the live production guys. I, I trust what Mo doing the producing. He's gonna he's going to make a great show of it. But I mean, I also I also know Mo, and I've know what he said about people like Paul McBeth and Ricky Wysocki. If Paul's on the course, you have a camera on him. You have to. Very rarely do we not have a camera on Paul. I just, uh, it, there's just something. I'm sure they'll have it all figured out. They will. There's also plenty of stuff we don't know, which isn't saying much. But nah, uh, the other thing within that announcement was the fact that we'll be again back at Nevin, mm-hmm. uh, which is where we were last year. Of course, we were over at uh, Hornet's Nest for a couple of years, and now we're over at Nevin, where we were in 2022, and we'll be back there in 2023. So, uh for whatever that's worth. Obviously, some people love one course versus another. Uh, I'm personally r- r- indifferent. You could go to a lot of different Charlotte courses and find championship-level golf. I don't know the reasoning or the logic. I don't really need to know any reasoning or logic. I don't know how often that will switch or change up. I don't know if we're going to continue to for sure see the championships, the Disco Pro Tour Championship, taking place in Charlotte. I mean, it's a, it is a very logical place. I'm not suggesting otherwise. I just don't know if that's the next two or three year plan or if in 2024 they very much are saying, hey, let's find another city to go to. We're not privy to those exact details, but uh, nonetheless, it will be at Nevin. And I think that's one of the big takeaways there. We're going to give something else away right now. No, We're going to give our disc, again. yeah, the disc member box. Um, oh so gosh, here, l- let, let me do this. Terry, we have 147 people eligible. I'm, it's just going to be the very first one that I. Oh, I love it. I, I snag because we're going to do this. And then we've got one more giveaway yet tonight. So it's number 60. Number 60. Number 60. I don't want you're to number dox one anybody. in our heart because you're contributing to us. But you're number 60 on the list, which is <laughs> uh, David Heasley. There he is. Nice. David Heasley. I who, might be able to hand that to him if I if I see him next month. If you see him next month, David Heasley is out of Illinois, good friend of the of ours and the show, of course. So David Heasley, congratulations. You are going to get the disc member box. Nice. Yes, David. Appreciate you, buddy. And uh, what I was referencing is the fact that I, I need to get my act together. No surprise. <laughs> no, no uh, shock For there. the Skyline Classic. And I know some of you, if you're local or from the Midwest, it is hopefully an event you're considering. It's in like a month, and I have I have very very little uh, information out there. I apologize to everyone. I genuinely let most of February slip away in the sense that uh, it just was here and then gone because I was gone. Maybe and uh, yeah, maybe I'll register. It depends when that event is, but uh, I don't think there's anything big going on, which is one of the reasons why I can actually be here to run it in Wisconsin. So, uh, yeah, I want to say it's like April 15th and 16th-ish. I've already signed up for two events. Damn, must be nice. I I wish I could play golf. I know. Um, (laughs) I signed up for the Zobel Open. Okay. And I signed up for uh, Stevens Point. Well, those are good warnings to everyone out there listening. So if you know, not yeah, to sign avoid up that. He's got those lockdowns. Jeez. No, the funny thing is, so I signed up for uh, Standing Rocks as an Am Master. 
Okay. MA40. Because the rating is 935. Sure. And I'm at like 931, I believe, right now. For now. For now. I mean, hey, I'm going on tour soon. Master's Tour, Cali. And then I went to sign Put up. this guy on a feature card. I went to sign up for Zobel, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't let me sign up in Ammaster because he had it locked down to 920. No. That's what I said. So I just signed up for M- uh, MP40. That's No, that that's not possible. Uh, it wouldn't literally wouldn't let me sign up because it said it was too high. 920 was the limit for MA40. It, 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 I'm not suggesting you didn't run into some snafu. What I, I'm saying yeah. is there, there is there, there. That inconsistency isn't possible. You, you can't create. Mm, I don't know. Unless one of well, they're both sanctioned. Correct. So then, something was misinterpreted or done incorrectly because you you cannot make up an arbitrary number in which to have. In yeah, this this is yeah. uh I, I, so I, you you signed up in MA forty for which event for that that was for Standing Rocks and it let me fine, but it was Zobel just the other night. It wouldn't let me sign up for is it, you sure the division wasn't full? No, I was like real or like the Click on it once. Which one? Uh, this one here. Intermediate right no, this one right here. Probably yeah. Age protected, advanced and age protected. Uh, yeah, because you cannot and it had nothing to do. With, well, no, I was going to say because if you signed yeah. up for one, the other the other yeah, they, policy should be the exact same. They weren't at the same time. Obviously, I signed up for Standing Rocks a couple like two or three weeks ago. This one was just the last night. Um, registered players. Yeah, I went to sign up for MA forty, and it would not let me. It it literally yelled at me and said, you know nine, you know uh, nine twenty. Uh, we'll try and do it now. Register. All right, we're gonna go to. I'm already registered, but I don't know if that's going to matter. Uh, yeah. I mean, just if you choose, once you put in your PDGA number, it will. Yeah, so uh, Johnny is currently doing a test attempt to register. Did you enter in the wrong PDGA number? I, no. I did not, Terry. I am. I'm thoroughly confused as to. Me, so I, I was as well. But see, I so have to- maybe he had accidentally put in a setting. Oh, it's going to yell at me. Um, hold on. No, it says right there. Uh, you're, you're listed as 931. Rating for professional in division MA40 must be under 920. See? No, no. So I'm I'm not saying that's yeah. incorrect, but then your other one should also have then registered. No, because the same. Because it allowed you to. You're saying it allowed me to. And MA40 is 935. That's the that's the rating. Um. That's that's what it says on the PDGA. Now remember, site. you are a pro playing amateur, mm-hmm. which has a, a different rating maybe than just mm, than no. than someone just. Oh, see, were you looking at the? I was gonna say, were you looking at the the chart wrong? Because a pro playing in an amateur division has a threshold. Now, there may or may not be a different threshold if you're just a straight up amateur and yeah, have never been pro. But either way, they should have still been consistent. So even mm-hmm. if that is the case, they should have been consistent for these two events because you were essentially trying to register for the same division in both events. Yeah. So, oh, I, I mean, I just signed I'm up for... i confused. Me too. I just signed up for MP40. I figure, you know, by then I'll be winning events. So. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> so as Tim says, he's got a golden era card. Of course he's pro. Yeah. Yes. Duh. I mean, 
Anyway, uh, that uh, so Zach is saying MA40 is less than 920 is pro playing am. Even if that's the case, which I, I it's, believe. It's pro. Because you're a pro is playing that, amateur. Is that new? Is that a new distinction? I mean, no, that's always been the distinction. Like right now I could go play advanced men because I'm rated under what? 975. Correct. Right? Yep. So I'd be a pro playing in an am and you can do that. So th- that ratings difference is different than an am playing am. A pro playing am yeah, is because different you than could an am have playing a, am? You, cause, because you could have a 1025 rated am mm-hmm. playing in advanced. Correct. As long as they've never taken cash. Correct. There's no ceiling on that in that specific case. But when you're a pro playing am, then there is a ceiling. And so my point, my main point here is whether it's nine twenty or whatever the magic number is. When if you're signing up for two events, both in the same yeah. division of MA forty, the same rules should apply to you in both of those uh, scenarios. I hundred percent yeah, agree. So the fact that one let you and the other didn't—that's what's blowing my mind. Yeah, I don't know. Is there any chance you signed up for the wrong division in this event? Well, we'll find out. Because if you just signed up for MP40, then it wouldn't have given you any question. Uh, this is pro and advanced. Pro this, and advanced. But this is, it's three weekends now, so it, it's not that one. It's a different weekend. It's a different advanced weekend. Yeah, it's a different advanced weekend. I don't even know what weekend it is here. <laughs> uh, that's when you just click that. I think so. it, this one, Open Masters. Sorry, uh, folks, as we're, we're doing this uh, registration madness. Johnny V, there you are in yeah. MA40. MA40. Unless that's not PDGA sanctioned? Oh, may- maybe. I that's didn't... my guess. No, it's a B tier. It says, says B tier. I'm, I was thoroughly confused as well. So Yeah, you shouldn't be able to play MA40 at one event, but not MA40 at another event. That's that what are I both thought. B tiers. That that is there's definitely someone's in the wrong there. <laughs> I don't think it's me. I don't think it is either. But someone is definitely uh, in the wrong. Well, click on your re- uh, on the people that are registered and then see if there's anyone else that's in a similar scenario to you. That would maybe uh, give us a- an answer. Is is there a Yeah, right click here. on that registration list and then do it just to sort and see of other people that we know that have accepted cash that are also above that threshold. I have no clue who's accepted uh, cash. I would assume uh, Brad Weber's accepted. I'm putting it out there, Brad. Oh, yeah, Brad's accepted He's cash. Accepted Bra- cash I, mean, I assume Brad Scripcheck has, has as well. Yeah, Brad Scripcheck used, he played MPO for many mm-hmm. years. He won an event that I ran, but he's also rated 927. So, yeah. Hmm. I'm thoroughly confused, but yet Derek... Uh, mm-hmm. Is rated nine fifty four, but I'm guessing he's he's never probably never ta- he's probably never accepted even with a with a PDGM of three eight one one five. That's pretty pretty amazing. But yeah, he's probably still registered as an amateur. Yeah, it says it right class- there. Yeah. classified. Interesting. So click on Brad, for instance. Which uh, which Brad? Uh, Weber. <laughs> and we'll see. He's registered as an amateur. Oh, maybe maybe it's because I did not realize. And gosh, I'm. I just assumed that there was a level, like 935, that it didn't matter if you were, um, that the 935 is the rating that, I swear to God, it was 935 if you are if you were a pro, registered as a pro to be able to play an amateur event, that that was the, that was the limit. Hmm. Well, there's a few clicks that we can make to get this all figured out. Oh, um, for sure. And, and, and maybe it's, maybe it's updated because I've, again, I'm well, only 931. Even if it is, no matter what the rating thresholds yeah. are, my big, my big confusion comes in from the fact that there's, they're both, you're, you're trying to sign up for two different B tiers 
in the same division, one allows you and one doesn't. Oh, Robert yeah. says is the new limit is nine twenty. When uh, when, that, when did that limit go into place? That's a great question. Because again, I'm not. I think I'm nine thirty one right now, but it let me sign up for Standing Rocks a few weeks ago, like maybe three weeks ago. Because if I again, if I have to move up to MP forty for Standing Rocks, I've, I'll do that. It's not a big deal to me. I'm not. Hmm. I'm not there to dominate and win. Like yeah, that. <laughs> and that I don't is really not care. The attitude of a golden era <laughs> card member. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. <clears throat> all right, all right. So enough of that. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll have to get to the yeah, bottom. But of I, I have accepted cash. I'm technically a, a, a registered as a professional player, um, even though I haven't taken cash in probably five or seven years. Uh, Zach is saying the uh, one of them maybe doesn't have DG scene selected to check PDGA rating. That, that could be a, that a would be a standing mistake. rocks. I could definitely see that would Mr. Shukar doing that. Uh, yeah. Or if somehow, yeah, interesting. Races. He saw cocaine bear last weekend. That's a movie I want to see. Yeah. Did we talk about that? Um, I, I don't. You and I. Okay. Somebody else said. I, I think I got the the. Description of it, and it sounded interesting. It sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's just dumb fun. Huh. Okay. Uh, I, this this dates back a few weeks, That's which is all right. Uh, in one of my travels, I decided to give The Hangover another try. I remember when I finally saw it. This is like most movies now, mind you. Mm-hmm. More often than not, a movie or a or a sh- a series comes out, I'm not immediately on it. Most of the time. Whether that's weeks or months or years, I'm not immediately on it. The Hangover was one of those scenarios, and The Hangover was very much talked about as just one of the most hilarious movies of our time. It was just so, at the time, it was so wildly regarded as just this hilarious movie. I remember watching it and just thinking, eh, I mean, it was okay. And maybe just there was so much hype surrounding it, whatever, when I finally got around to it. So all of these years, 10, 12 years later, whatever it's been, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. All of these years later, on a plane to Thailand, I decided to to watch it again and give it my full attention. And it was it, it was still, good. Still funny. It, it was funny. I, I wasn't falling out of my chair uh, funny, but it was definitely funny. Um, it, I, I'll say this. I feel like in watching it the second time, at least it, it felt like it did hit better than the first time. So for whatever that's worth, there's a couple other movies that I watched as well. And I, of course I'm not remembering at the, at the time now at the time, but I gave the hangover another chance. You guys are all thinking, wow, that's cool. You're catching up from 10 years ago, but <laughs> I watched super bad a few years ago and that's, that held up. I thought ah, that was that still I funny. Yeah. I thought that, that was still that funny. I could definitely see. Oh, one of, one, of, one of our TDs that you're referencing is out on the board. I know. Mike Harrington, who's the TD of the <laughs> Zobel Open, uh-huh. because I was honestly going to contact Mike and be like, what's going on? Because if it's different, because I know a couple of years ago, it was 935 was the rating. Yeah. And, and, and if that has changed, even if that has changed and it's moved down to 920, I'm 100% okay with that. I didn't realize that because that's not an avenue that we tend to really focus on. Uh, as far as rule changes and such. But um, if so, then I'll, I might actually have to contact the other tournament director and change the division I'm in for Standing Rocks. I might have to move up to open or, or uh, MP40 because I don't want to be 
I don't want to be outside of the rules. Well, again, this is very easy. I can look this up right yeah. here. I've got the PDGA yeah. table and tour standards. Yeah. Mike Hankins, um, I remember someone complained about you a few years ago. Well, a lot of people have complained about me, but yes. Yeah, that, I know. Join the club. But uh, <laughs> there was a gentleman who was upset about me playing in MA40 a couple of years ago when I played the Zobel Open because I won and my rating was technically... It was under 935, but I had taken cash, but that yeah. that was the rule. He well, just didn't understand the rule, but he was upset that I had taken cash a long time ago and whatnot. It was a whole deal, and he was he was not a happy camper. Yeah, 920. Sub 920 is the rule. I'm seeing it right here. Okay. It's in red. So that must be new then. Yes, yeah, it, clearly. It may be, yeah, I'm it, guessing. I'm guessing new red. this year. And new. So 920 is the number, just like... Uh, right. And they moved a, a few of the other numbers, 910 for MA50, so right. on so and so forth. I'll have to contact uh, the tournament director of Standing Rocks. So and- you're you're ineligible at both. But the point really mm-hmm. still stands that one shouldn't have allowed you to. Correct. The other did. Which, that, which is why I never the- noticed it because when I signed up for Standing Rocks, it just it, I just went in and played it and it let me go. So I was like, oh, cool. No, no harm, no foul there. So hopefully it's that. Uh, well, Randy will figure out a way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would contact him sooner than later. I, I will, but just in general, he'll find a way to make sure that I'm uh, I'm playing as I'm registered. So, uh, Also, I'm, I'm reading some of the other rules and standards, which were released months ago. Uh, MPO players must have a minimum rating of 935 to register for either PDGA Major or Elite Series. I'm a couple events. points away from going back into the Elite Series. Yeah, that is... Uh, Everyone's telling me it did change this year. Yes, yes. Uh, we're seeing that in, like I said, in red here. So that makes sense. Uh, again, wherever the number fell wasn't really the issue to me. It still remains the issue is the inconsistency of those two events. Correct. And, you know, it, it wouldn't shock me that Mike Harrington was on the ball and uh, Randy Shukar, who fought even digital registration for I think the longest of any of the tournament directors that maybe he has, he had missed something. So, all right, that's cool. I'm, I'm okay with that. Just means I might need to practice putt an extra day. Eh, you don't need one it. day. Dude, you're on a card. <laughs> just, can I just show my card when yes. I walk out to the, like, Hey guys, um, that, um, uh, what hole are you on? Uh, check the card. <laughs> check that, the that's, no, you, oh, you, you just go with Did, the, did you, you pick up the card? I no, I got this card. <laughs> this is the me card. <laughs> I'm playing the me card. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, that, that, that sounds like a good call. And that will win over friends and uh, certainly at the event, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it will. <laughs> <laughs> just play that. <laughs> the sad part is all those guys on like MP40 probably, we've probably known them for 15 years. <laughs> That's a good point. Because they're all old like us. Uh, Last of Us has been incredible, says Ray and both Tim. Um, yeah, it ends. I, I didn't want to watch it until uh, until the season was over, and then I'll probably binge it. Right now, my wife and I are watching a, a television show on Apple TV called Shrinking. It is it has uh, Harrison Ford and Jason Segal, mm. and it's about uh, shrinks, so to speak, um, mental health professionals. Okay, and how he's just sick of kind of doing doing things by the rules. Never a good, never a good sign. Uh, Jason Segal and kind of goes and, and is really starting to kind of push the boundaries of what a psychologist should do with their patients hmm. as far as how to help them. So we're like three episodes in. I think there's probably only eight knowing knowing the series. So I'll report back to see how it was. It got really good reviews, and my wife and I were just looking for another show to watch until Ted Lasso comes out in like two weeks or something. 
One of these days I'll get on that Ted Lasso train. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so I've heard. It's so good, Terry. So I've heard. Uh, I'm excited to head back to Bend this weekend. Going to be in the booth. I, th- I think we mentioned it earlier, but I'll be in the booth with both Nate and Val. I don't think we have Nate Sexton uh, for the MPO side of things this particular weekend. Uh, well, I guess we could find out if he's playing. I'm, I'm not sure if he's playing. Uh, excuse me. I think a click away could tell me, though. Yes, he's play. So uh, he will not be in the mm-hmm. booth with us. This is the first time Sexton has played the Waco event. Oh, okay. At least I'll say this. At least in the last four years, he maybe he played a couple of years ago before that, but mm. it's it's definitely in the last four years he's played. And I think a, a mild storyline that somebody had mentioned earlier too is we've seen Kale now dip into the MP40 division, pick up a couple of wins. Also, uh, going to see him now back in the MPO division this particular weekend as he's also signed up for Waco. And I was just going to do a sort by rating. To find out exactly where he stands. Okay, so uh, he's probably about, uh, I don't know, 20th or so when it comes to the ratings. So we'll see how Kale and when he bounces back and forth between the divisions of MP40 and, and MPO. Obviously, it wouldn't if somebody said, oh, Kale, Kale won this weekend, you'd be like, huh? Like nobody no. would. You wouldn't he, say that. He, Is he a favorite? Not necessarily. He, but no, he should be. He literally should be. I don't think he's taken worse than like fifth. I have. I have my spread. I don't think he's taken worse than fifth in the last three years. Okay. So maybe. Maybe oh, he, that's true. He did come in that, down to that battle with Nico and yeah, uh, a couple years ago he, and whatnot. Just, yeah, he was one, again. You, if you listen to the Skip Ace podcast, you'll know that I talked about this. I missed that one. You did miss that one. It's okay, Damn Terry. Um, that he is kind of. I don't want to say he's a sleeper pick because it's hard to be a ten twenty seven rated. Well, sleeper but when pick. you're the twenty fifth highest rated twenty seven player, yeah, he, he he's dominant in the woods. He's you know Doctor Smooth or whatever they want to call him these days. Um senior smooth now um just in general i i think he's a he's a really solid play if you're looking at skip base if you want to save some of those points and you don't want to grab a paul or, or a, a ricky if you want to go with kale it's hard not to when you look at his last three years it's not like he's dropped a bunch of skill in the last 12 months he's still no. so good so i would trust kale on this course way more than i'd probably trust ricky more than i'd trust Eagle, who had, I think he took sixth like three years ago, but has performed poorly at this course. There's a, other than Paul, the top guys have not performed well at Waco. Yeah. So, so Simon, that one year didn't even finish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 he was caught up in he traffic. Was, yeah. He was like locked in traffic and couldn't get there. So, I know. I'm just saying. but ultimately, that that's kind of what's going on. Yeah, uh, I will follow that up quickly, though. I know I made the comment about Simon not finishing, but then just last year, I feel like he finished very poorly here. Obviously, went on to have an incredible season, but wasn't it just last year that Simon didn't play well um, here at all? Is he even signed up? Uh, no, I don't believe he is. Well, it's going to be hard for him to win then. Yeah, he's not even signed up. I'm not putting any money on Simon this weekend. Probably a good idea, Terry. Hmm. Just my fantasy lineup then. Yeah. So Paul has averaged uh, 2.25 average place. Kale, 3.3, because he took fifth, a second, and a third. He didn't play in 2019. The next best player is Isaac Robinson, who's who took fifth last year, hasn't played other than that. Chris Dickerson is a fifth and a seventh, so he's averaged six. Then Nico, Gavin, Kyle Klein, Charlie Moore, who, again, as we said, took 12th. Last year, and that's the only records we have on him. 
Bradley Williams is another good player that you could pick. Eric Oakley's, this is a course that really, I think, favors a lefty out here because the wooded course, the wooded holes tend to have a left to right bend to them. So having a, a really good forehand or a lefty out here is, is going to be advantageous. Um, and of course, Paul is just a great turnover thrower in general. So take that for what it, along with Kale. Um, so you have those players and then you've got some, like I said, players that haven't played here in a few years. Your Nate Sexton, Tony Farrow is coming over from overseas. Mm. He's like a 1026 rated player. Um, it wouldn't shock me to see him play well. Uh, Austin Turner, James Proctor, uh, Yakub Samarad. I, it wouldn't shock me to see him play well, but he's never played at these courses. So Zach Arlinghouse says, you know, I'm, I'm, he's my big sleeper pick and Terry, our first ace. Mr. Billy Engel, our first Sports Center ace. Sports Center ace, yeah. So Billy, Billy Engel back in the mix. Billy like Engel it. back in the mix. I'm excited to see what Billy can pull off. Okay, sweet. I don't know how he's been playing lately. I I, I didn't pick him in anything. But just I saw his name, and every time I see Billy's name, it brings me back to DDO mm-hmm. and and watching our first uh, live broadcast thing get on Sports Center. Yeah, it was uh, pretty incredible. All right, Terry, we have one more giveaway tonight. Oh, let's do it. Let's 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 give something away. So this will be our fourth giveaway tonight in the night of a fantastic giveaways. Whoops, there we go. We have 147 people eligible for our giveaway. And should it just be the first one or just the second one, Terry? Well, let's let's go the first one again. Again, the first one. Man, all right. So unless this person already won tonight. Correct. So we're going to do a generate Number 70. 70. 70. Last one we had was 60, I believe. Mm-hmm, and this mm-hmm. one is 70, so I need to go down 10 more. Jeremy Beam. Jeremy Beam, congratulations. Uh, you, you're you going to get a disc probably out of Terry's collection. I love it. And we'll get that, uh, we'll get that sent over to you. We'll reach out to you shortly, probably within the next few days, to make sure that we verify all of your information. Thank you for being a... Uh, a supporter at the one dollar level, it it does mean a lot to us. Yeah, and I, this will be a quick plug as well in the best possible way for you guys. If if you are in fact a Patreon supporter, first of all, we appreciate. It. Second of all, please make sure you're updating your address. Uh, I, <laughs> I did have we talked about this when you were. <laughs> I, I feel like three or four that were returned. Honestly, uh, in terms of Patreon supporter discs, there were three or four boxes that are at my house now that have come back in the last month that were returned to sender or address not found or whatever. So please, please, we're wasting everybody's money for starters in, in sending them. But we also want you to get uh, what's rightfully yours. And I'll have to find and hunt down the three or four or five people that uh, are, are sitting at my house. In, they're not at my house. The boxes are at my house. That'd be weird. <laughs> that would be a little uh, odd to have people are, sitting at your house. Your boxes are sitting at my house with a return to sender. And um, so, yes, please do us a favor and update, whether it's because you're moving or have moved or uh, whatever the case might be. And we need your address even if you are just at that $1 level. So even if you're not getting a disc from us, uh, for the yearly level or something like that. Well, I don't think it. I don't think it lets. I don't know if it lets you put in your address at the one and two dollar level. I bet you it lets you. It, it, it might maybe just it, doesn't make you. Yeah, it probably doesn't force you. So, so we the, would. Another good Patreon tip that we that I shared with someone, a couple people, this just the last few days. If you are a supporter at the one dollar level and you've got no cap on your 
uh, Patreon support. So at the end of the month, you know, if we do four or five broadcasts, it charges you four or five dollars. What I would do personally is put a um, go up to whatever the highest tier is. So, you know, five dollar level and then put a cap at five dollars. So it only charges you one time the month, because then what you do is you get into the higher tier with more bonuses. So, for instance, you could sign up at the three dollar level then you get qualified for this. Because if you're at the $1 level, even though you give us $5 a month, when we do a sort and look at the different tiers, you're still in the $1 tier, and we might not pull your name. So we had one or two people that ran into that this uh, this past uh, support for the discs that they were they thought that they were in the $3 tier when they were actually in the $1 tier, but they were giving us more because they did not put a cap on it. So take a look at what your, what your most... You know what you tend to put a cap on and maybe try to get to that highest level. Cause if you hit the $5 level, you can obviously get your name over or your picture over here. I've got two new ones that I think are, are hopefully going to be sent to me in the next couple of days. So I can order those or maybe the supporter disc or even at the $2 level and get your name on the credits or the $1 level and just be eligible for all the giveaways. So that's a good Patreon tip. I'm, you know, we love your support, but we also want to make sure that you get the best quality and value out of what, uh, what you are, or yeah, what, so you're, you, what you're giving to us. The, the the slightly short version of that essentially is also, if you're roughly going to give us $5, five $1 increments, you're better off giving us a $5 capped support level uh, because that gets you more stuff. The $5 is spent the same. It's mm-hmm. just it, it makes you more eligible for more things. Yeah. So, <clears throat> all right. I think we are ready to call it for our night. We've had all of these giveaways, so thank you uh, as we've gotten caught up on those. And uh, it, if you are still missing anything, whether it's the support disc, whether it was due to a due to the fact of a wrong address or somehow you didn't get it, uh, even though we did pull all of the most recent info, please reach out to us. Reach out to me, and I will get that taken care of as soon as I possibly. Excuse me, as soon as I possibly can. But. Um, Thank you to all the supporters in any capacity. And Ray asked one last question of the night. Do you think the DGT, DGPT will hire three to four full-time TDs to run all the events for a season? I don't, I don't think that's coming at least in the next couple of years. I think there's too much um, local stuff that s- needs to happen. It's local stuff that you need someone there to be able to coordinate volunteers. You need someone on site to be able to, and to, for sponsors, a lot of times you parks get a lot of departments, parks department, you get local. So I don't believe now, I'll say this, could they hire three to four full-time TDs and then have local assistant TDs? That's possible. You could have someone's name on as a kind of a a figurehead TD, but I don't believe you're going to be able to get away from your local, uh, your your local TDs right now. They just do too much and they have too many connections and they're too valuable. Yeah. That would be my guess as well as to how it'll get handled. But what do you know? Johnny's been wrong before. Once I think I was wrong one time. Yes, one I time. signed up for the uh, wrong, the wrong division at a tournament. Ratings cap yeah. with the wrong BDG number. All right, we're gonna close it out. Thank you guys if you're along for the wild ride tonight. Uh, the long, lengthy, typical wild ride. We appreciate you guys. Thank you again to Gannon Burr, your champion at the memorial. 
Once again, congrats to Owen Scoggins, who has picked up her second Memorial Championship victory in the last three years. So congrats to her. We'll be looking forward to seeing what she can do down at the Beast in Waco, Texas, along with Gannon and the rest of the Disc Golf Pro Tour. So we're looking forward to having you. Uh, join us for the live broadcast on the DGPT on the Disc Golf Network this weekend. For Johnny V, I'm Terry Miller, the Disc Golf Guy, and we'll see you next week when you step inside the Smashbox. Mayo on your grilled cheese. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 